Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello one, hello all. Come on in, take a seat. You're just in time for another spot of NXT. My name is Adam, I'm your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK, because nobody else will. Last week on the show, we had a Heritage Cup rules match for no reason whatsoever. Amir Jordan caught Kenny Williams cheating and wasn't happy about it, and Jack Stars finally won a match when he pinned Joseph Connors in the first ever NXT UK mixed tag match. Other than that, we were promised talkies from Ilya Dragunov and Vulture this week, and we'll find out if Trent Seven was able to cut weight but I still don't know if his Cruiserweight title match is this week or another week or what. This is the March 18th, 2021 episode of NXT UK. Let's dive right in. We open with a video package culminating in Trent Seven weighing in at 204 pounds on the bump and thereby qualifying for his title match tonight. To the opening video we go, then Andy Shepard in person welcomes us to the show. Your opening contest this week pits the newly christened Nath Ben Fraser against Ashton Smith. During Fraser's entrance, Nigel throws us to a Goldman box where Fraser basically gives the same promo he gave last week when he changed his name. Ashton Smith tries to get the non-existent crowd to whoop along with his theme song. It's... it's kind of awkward, honestly. The bell rings as Andy Shepard then reiterates the Nathan Fraser promo. Smith takes the head, he gets pushed off, but comes right back with a shoulder block that drops Fraser. They lock up, and Ashton takes the head again. Fraser can't fight out this time. Smith transitions into a hammerlock and gets snap-mared over. Knuckle lock into the corner. Fraser flips out of a German, sweeps the leg, and hits an elbow drop for a two-count. Same hammerlock snap-mare sequence as before. This time, Fraser keeps hold of the head. Back to vertical, Fraser gets thrown off but lands on his feet and transitions into a head scissor. Smith then drops Fraser and grabs an armbar. Fraser roly-polies out of it, then gets clotheslined hard. Smith with a loose-looking body scissor. Fraser rolls it into a stupid-looking cover and gets slammed on his tailbone on the kickout. He tries again, lands on his feet this time, tries a crossbody but gets caught and rolled through, and Smith drops him with a big suplex for two. Fraser to the apron. Smith wants to suplex him back in, but Fraser fights it off. Back and forth we go until Fraser hits a massive shotgun dropkick. A series of stomps in the corner precede a coast-to-coast -coast that I'm pretty sure he missed, and this gets a two-count. Fraser goes up top again, rolls through the senton. Smith gets a blue thunder bomb that never pins anyone and doesn't pin Nathan Fraser with it. Smith wants something from the reverse DDT position, but Fraser pushes him off, springboard moonsault into a reverse DDT, and then a frog splash finally puts Ashton Smith away. I feel like if you're trying to build Nathan Fraser, then Ashton Smith got way too much offense here. Also, they keep replaying the coast-to-coast, -coast, even though they have to smash cut to a different camera angle every time he connects with it, which is why I'm almost certain he didn't actually connect with it. We go backstage to Ilya Dragunov and a disembodied voice. Ilya apologizes for his recent behavior, and wouldn't you know it, here's Sam Gradwell to call him names again. His big mouth gets him in trouble, however, as he says he can beat Ilya in any kind of match. Custody papers on a pole, rubles in the bank, single, tag, no DQ, and Ilya accepts the challenge for a no DQ match. 
From there, we go to a segment I wish would just die on the fucking vine. Spoopy shit with Isla Dawn. The Ouija board she's using by herself apparently makes her come. Then she picks up a tarot card of the devil and we're done. Just, just fuck off. Thursday, April 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, it's NXT UK Prelude. Andy Shepard says this special will bring you matches that are sure to go down in history. Then we go to Johnny Saint reading from his computer screen. Noam Dar has been pestering him for a Heritage Cup match, but Johnny says he has to earn it. At NXT UK Prelude, Dar and Bate will fight in a Heritage Cup rules match, and the winner will get the title shot at a kid. From there, we go to a recap video of the Jordan-Devlin-Trent 7 feud, then enter Danny Luna. Danny is taking on Mako Satamura, so I think we all know how this is going to go. Danny looks visibly nervous. The bell rings and they circle. Mako with a quick kick to the hamstring and we circle some more. Danny catches the second kick and we circle some more. Overhead wrist lock takes Mako down. She rolls out of it and goes for the leg, but Danny jumps back to avoid it. Then my screen goes black for a second. It comes right back, and we haven't missed anything, so it's not like there was a commercial break. They forgot to put ads in. It just faded out and then faded right back in. Bizarre. Mako takes a side headlock and grinds it in on the mat. We return to vertical, and Mako hits a drop toehold and rolls into a front face lock. Danny pushes her back into the corner, but does not get a clean break. Danny wants the knuckles. Satamura locks it in, kicks her in the gut, and flips her over. Side headlock by Mako. Danny fights out but eats a series of kicks. Irish whip across and a forearm on the follow for a two count by Mako. Back to the side headlock. Danny turns it into a suplex. Then she hits a follow-away slam. Mako blocks the Irish whip, but not the second one. She hits a back wheel kick on the return and goes to the top rope where she immediately gets caught with a boot to the face. Danny suplexes Mako back into the ring and both women are down. They slug it out off the ropes, and Danny comes out on top with the clothesline. This gets a two-count. Mako blocks the German and hits the overhead kick. Stiff tit kick by Mako, then Scorpio rising, and that's the end of Danny Luna's night. This was quite entertaining, and again, far more competitive than I had imagined. We get replays, then Mako and Danny show mutual respect. Walter makes a statement next. But first, we get a promo from Ginny and Joseph Connors. They complain that Piper and Jack cheated last week. They refuse to admit they lost. What are they, Republicans? And Joseph says Jack Stars will pay in their one-on-one match. I assume that's next week, but they don't actually tell us. When we return, we get a video recap of Jordan Devlin winning the Cruiserweight Championship and defending it repeatedly. I will honestly be disappointed if he loses tonight. During the break, a disembodied voice talks to Danny. She's upset about her loss. Andrews and Webster appear out of nowhere to give her her jacket and a bottle of water, and we go to the ring for Walter. Walter, who is dressed like a security guard at a college bar, takes the microphone and reminds us that he's the longest reigning NXT UK champion in history. He names the five people he's defended the title against and then says the list goes on and on. No. No, it doesn't really. He then tells Johnny Saint to search the world over and find him a decent opponent, and out comes Rampage Brown. Rampage says he's the opponent Walter's been looking for and tells Walter that when he's ready, let him know. Then he shoves Walter on his ass and promises to take the title from him. Earlier this week, Zaya Brookside was lifting weights and making Nina do stuff for her. She eventually kicks the chalk bucket over. It's funny. Back from break, Kenny and Amir argue at the UKPC. Amir's wearing a Gangrel shirt. Turns out Kenny got them a title shot in two weeks' time. Amir still insists they don't have to cheat to win, and Kenny promises. Next week, NXT UK has a special start time in the U.S. because daylight saving time is fucking stupid. Also, next week, Sam Gradwell and Ilya Dragunov have their no-disqualification match. Also, at NXT UK Prelude, Walter and Rampage Brown will face off for the NXT UK Championship. 
Right now, however, it is main event time. Trent Seven taking on Jordan Devlin for the NXT UK Cruiserweight Championship. Honestly, Trent probably could have lost another couple pounds if he'd cut his hair and shaved his chest. We get our introductions in the bell, and Trent charges in, but Jordan avoids him. Seven hits a series of chops, then dumps Devlin to the floor. He follows and beats up Jordan outside. Devlin fights back, but gets sent headfirst into the steps. Devlin gets back in the ring, but Trent drags him back to the floor. Devlin gets snapdragoned on the floor, and then finally we get back in the ring for a two-count. More chops from Seven, back and forth, and Devlin grabs the head. Off the ropes for a hip toss from Seven, then a body slam. A leg drop gets a two-count. Devlin with a DDT and a standing moonsault, and that gets a two-count. Devlin with a solid kick to the spine, and then some stomps to the gut. Backbreaker from Devlin, and Seven writhes around. Devlin stands on his face and yells at him, and then another kick to the back. Devlin stretches Seven around the ring post, and the referee threatens disqualification, though, really, why would Devlin care? If he gets disqualified, he keeps his title. Side slam on the apron, we return to the ring, Devlin drives the knee deep into the spine of Seven, and he picks Seven up for a straight right to the jaw, and a chop on the way down is a nice fuck you. Off the ropes for a back elbow, this gets a two count, Trent finds his second wind and gets more chops and strikes in the corner. Off the ropes is reversed, and Devlin with a massive clothesline that gets a two count. A quick leg drop gets another two. Devlin tries for the cloverleaf, but Seven fights out. He hits a big DDT, and both men are down. Devlin sells to a corner, and again we fade out and in without any time passing. Seven with some sort of maneuver out of the corner, then an Emerald Frosian gets a two count. Seven clotheslines Devlin to the floor, and then topes him into our living rooms. Back into the ring, and Seven wants a dive, but Devlin rolls. Devlin locks in the cloverleaf, but Seven fights his way to the ropes. Eventually. Devlin, however, drags him back to the center. Seven rolls him up for two, then locks on a half Boston. Devlin grabs the ropes almost immediately, and we get ourselves a break. Seven wants the lariat, but Devlin counters with a headbutt. Seven comes back with a series of strikes. Devlin answers with a series of kicks. Seven counters the Devlin side and hits the seven-star lariat, but Devlin kicks out at two. Devlin counters the Birminghammer into a big slam of his own for a two-count. Devlin crawls to the top, but Seven recovers and chops his legs out from under him. Seven wants a dragon superplex. He nails it, then the Birminghammer, and Devlin rolls suspiciously close to the ropes. Wouldn't you know it, Devlin gets his foot under the ropes at two to break the count. Devlin attempts to remove Seven's eye with his thumb. He then nails the Devlin side, and Seven kicks out at two. Devlin then hits a 450 and retains his title. I am happy this is the correct outcome for this match. Both men are dead, and we go to replays. Jordan holds the title high, and we go off the air. This was an enjoyable episode of NXT UK. The matches were decent, the promos were unobtrusive, and Jordan Devlin didn't lose his title. Again, I could do with a lot less spoopy Isla Dawn bullshit, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Next week, Ilya gets to snap and not lose because there are no disqualifications, and maybe Joseph Connors versus Jack Stars, as though anyone was looking forward to that. Anyway, that's it for me this week. As always, be safe, stay sane, and be good to one another. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you all, and I'll be back with another episode next week. But until then, tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.